hello my lovely podcast friends how are you doing how's your life going on i hope the life is going great and the moments of profitability are heading in your life the ongoing way uh welcome to the show let's have a quick look first of all i must admit that i yesterday i published an article in the netherlands and it was about my new year's goal and the basic goal for you was that i want to have thousand subscribers and stable listeners to my podcast so that's gonna be lovely they're gonna be fun and so if you are so friendly to help me out please visit the soundcloud space or hofprofit.com podcast and what you then do is press on the subscribe button and you are there. That's all it takes. It's free. A few clicks, a few seconds. And yes, I know you have to read the terms and conditions. But let's face the fact you're subject to the Prager Act. You are subject to the terms and conditions of SoundCloud. And that basically means that you have nothing to say. Like it is with every internet company. Let's have a quick look at the things that we are going to do today. We're going to talk about the marijuana and soft drugs slash pot market and making money out of it. We talk gold, we talk fake news, Venezuela, uh, the recognizing high debt and how to fix a problem. The Obama administration after the people that are there the people that voted for obama and now we got her potentially oprah winfrey so that's all of today's show i really hope you enjoyed if not send me a tweet if you enjoyed send me a tweet you can do it to add lodewijk hof or you can leave a comment below social media is here S- facebook snapchat twitter weibo blogging linkedin swan google plus But how to use them in your advantage? Get yourself the social media export course. It's the smart point to use all social media in your advantage without burning all your time. Hofprofit.com slash SMM. I say Hofprofit.com slash SMM. And let's have a quick look at marijuana, soft drugs and more of those things. And then I talk of course the legal way to do it. Because there are also illegal ways to make money out of it. And I strongly suggest you don't go for it. Go for the legal route. Uh, you see now many states in the United States and many countries in the world are legalizing the medical uses of marijuana. And you see slowly on you see states and countries around the world that are legalizing the, recre- the fun and recreational uses. This has a great effect. Uh, let me give you an example. In the Netherlands we have a great system. Uh, you can get your soft drugs at the so-called coffee shop. I don't know why they gave it that name, but okay. That shop is not allowed to buy anything. That shop is not allowed to have a really a normal supply and source that they need. But they are allowed to sell you a physical product and they are not allowed to make it. So it's sort of magic. That's all it is. What you see now in quite some countries what they say it's allowed to use. It's allowed to sell, trade and everything. And now comes the interesting part. You see a lot of shortages getting up. And while everyone is looking at what's happening in the United States, I would go one way up and I would have a look at Canada. And the reason is easy. First of all, the is in Canada it's now completely legal to do. And if the conservative predictions are right, then the market will go from the current 400 million to a market of 4 billion. Well, that's 10 times the market and that is really, really, really big. So that's one thing. In the second side, you will see that they will have a shortage of physical farmland that is that they will use for software production. So that means that prices of uh, agriculture and farmland will go up. Or that you see get more and more farmers who say, well, all those cows and all those milk is really nice. We go into the drugs trade. And 
it's just interesting to see. And if you look at the United States, I don't think that Trump will be or is capable to do anything about it, against it, and so on, and so on, and so on. The reason is easy. His power is limited, and a lot of governors and states are talking about it and have it... If they say it, they're right. And maybe some states don't like it, some states like it, and that's great. That's called diversity, and it's a difference of people. And that's also what I, I like about it. And why, so that's one thing. Um, look at it, and there are quite some interesting things happening at the moment. I will not say that it's all the good way, but it is something for you that I think that you should keep your eye upon. And then have a quick look at gold. Yes, gold. I love gold. Uh, I really think you too. And the reason is easy. Gold has an historical value. The Imcas used it. Uh, it's inflation proof. So it's really great. And you see that gold has the best market since 2011. It outperformed quite some popular investment products. And it is offering you the stability. And you should use gold mainly, in my opinion, as an insurance and you're not asking about the premiums that you pay for your insurance if they are worth it. I mean, take your healthcare insurance. Uh, if you are like most people, it's really expensive. And you don't ask if you need it. Because if you need it, then you know, well, let, let me, if you need, for example, cancer treatment, it will easily go over 50,000 euros. So that's why you have healthcare insurance. And the interesting part is that you should see gold like the same. The Brexit is here, Article 50 is triggered, the talks are going on, unprecedented change will happen. We know this, we know things for certain. The Brexit is a profit maker, at least if you are open for making some money. Get yourself the profitable Brexit report. It explains how the Brexit could happen, the economic fundamentals, finally also a few great methods to make some money on the Brexit. So are you a profit maker? Are you someone that's open-minded when it comes to making profits? Check hofprofit.com slash Brexit. Yeah, and as we all know, the f we now there's a lot of talk about fake news. And I will be clear, fake news will grow. And there was an easier reason for it. Uh, people will more and more to say that the news that they don't like is fake news. And that is really sad, because what they should say is, why are you saying this? And you see it all around the world. You saw it in the United States, and there was in the first there was a lot of criticizing on Fox News for, free, for being a conservative news network, but no one was criticizing MSNBC to be a really leftist news network. And I don't say that a conservative or a really leftist network is wrong. It's just a difference. But the people who are watching Fox don't believe MSNBC and vice versa. That's the true problem. They will say all the news that they don't like is fake news. They will say that all the news that is against the people they support is fake news. So this and the true problem is that this is not be easily being stopped because in the past we also had this but it was a lot more difficult to get the broadcast operations up and running. And now what you see with the it is it is that it could affect societies. Uh, I had an email in earlier this morning because I have uh, the Lodewijk Hof Daily on Twitter and in it was an article of Alex Jones and he's already started to bash Oprah Winfrey. Well, that's the Alex Jones show, we know what it is. And he asked me why I was publishing those type of things and I simply said it was automated. But the true and the reason that I follow Alex Jones is one, every conspiracy has a core of value. So something should be true to make the conspiracy believable. And most conspiracies, hey, I have a secret for you. There is some secret, there is some truth in, the cons in most conspiracies. So 
that's one thing. Secondly, we should be open to each other. And the great thing about the internet is we can communicate and we can listen to each other. We can have the messages in. What I do a lot of times, I watch on YouTube a Belgium comedy series. I listen to a highly Christian morning show. I listen to a libertarian evening drive radio show. It is really funny. I get podcasts in from all over the world. All to listen to it. It's so great. So lovely. Just to fight it and having that said and I think it's great to move immediately on to Venezuela. The country that thought that killing 18 year old pregnant people is great. The country that thinks that starving the people is great. Hyperinflation that's the way to go. And to decline the production of the metal industry and then I mean really the big metal industry. And they are now declining the other way around. They closed the borders with Aruba and St. Martin. It are two Dutch, two, two Dutch parts of the kingdom. And they are really close by. And the reason is that they said that the Netherlands is not doing enough to stop the smuggling of oil, gold and diamonds. Well, that could be the case. I don't know. I've never been to the Caribbean. And to be clear, I will not go to Venezuela. I prefer my life and I think that you should do the same. But... Having that said, then, what you see with the Maduro regime, they really blame the outside world for their own problems. This is, the, I mean, socialism is a lovely system. It's great. So long as you have other people's money to pay for it. And what you see now is that they replaced the, head, the two leading people in the oil company. They are being terminated. Or at least replaced. Not. I, I really hope for them that they are alive. But I'm not sure about that. Because you never know with, uh, with socialists. And they've put army people in. Army people who know nothing about oil drilling. And this is a problem for the world. And the real problem for the world is it because what we need and what we will get in is energy shortage. And you see that slowly on the Russians are making smart moves. Venezuela need money to buy food. Well, they sell oil rights to the Russians. They are the only one who's trading it. And yeah... I'm not sure if it was a good, really that great deal because the oil in Venezuela is relatively expensive to get out and it's not really the great way to go. But it is something that's happening and you need to check it out because what you see is that one of the biggest oil exporters is having more and more problems to keep up demand, to keep up the supply, and that means that the oil price will go higher, and that's all that the Saudi Arabia government needs to make the IPO of their of Aramco, their national oil company, a success. It will be the biggest IPO in the world, and if I was you, I would not put my money into it. And it's not an advice; that is just my opinion. And the reason is easy: at the moment that the IPO was there, until the IPO, the Saudi government needs a high oil price. The higher, the better. But in high oil price means that shale energy is profitable after it they don't need it anymore they don't then it is basically wipe out the shale industry and they tried it and it's not working the uh, and you see in all the size the Saudi regime is collapsing and that is really good for the world peace I think but it will be a disaster for the Middle East because it le basically leaves Israel and Iran open to split up the Middle East and do that and it's so sad, it's so terrible. All the listeners love to making some money. But you will have to pay tax upon your money. But that's to change. You can save on your tax. Pay no tax. Completely legal. Start earning more money so you can take care for your beloved ones. So you can travel visa free. Get yourself the tax free passport. 
get yourself the starting point to a tax-free lifestyle. A lifestyle which is an ultimate freedom. Hofprofit.com slash passport. I say Hofprofit.com slash passport. And that means it's time for the next segment. And in the next segment we're gonna have some fun. Because we're gonna call, talk about the global debt. You see at the moment uh, the, if you combine all the debt in the world. Then it is three times what we produce. So we have to work three times. Don't spend money. Then we can pay off all the debt. And actually it's not that terrible. Because if you say well we're gonna pay all the debt off in let's say 15 years. We can do that. It's just uh, rebalancing the budget, but it will mean a dramatic change in world leadership. And that's something that you will see anyway, so the sooner the better. But the true problem is our countries like Japan, Zimbabwe, the United States, because they are the record debt, the debt is a record high level, and you don't have a really great idea of how the government pays it off. I mean, but you see, people say that economics is a great thing. I will say that economics is a terrible thing. Because basically what they did is more and more money printing. Which is basically borrowing money. They did it already for 25 years. It didn't work. So let's do it for another few years. Then it's gonna work. And and I must admit what APE is doing with the, within economics. What they are doing properly is simply reducing red tape. Let companies hire people. Set up factories in Japan and do those things. Well... And if you look at Zimbabwe, well, this is just a prime example of what is wrong with the world. Because it is a genocide and we are not looking at it, we are not reacting. And if, the, if you boil the water, it turns green. I think that's lovely for the people. I think the people will really like it. But how will they pay off their government debt? And how will the United States pay it off? I mean, I don't have a clue. I mean... Uh, the average American citizen has over 230,000 US in debt, and it's only the government debt. So it's not what they have borrowed themselves. So ask yourself this. Let's say you are a good friend of me, she has an American passport. You get a baby. That baby needs to make 230,000 in his life to pay off the debt the government made. So that's not about the things that you're gonna spend on, like childcare, food, all those things. That's additional. I mean, let's say that you have to do that in your productive life is 50 years. Mm, sounds like a tough opinion to me. I don't think that they're gonna do it. And this means that the Fed will not be able to raise the interest rates. Because the higher the interest rates, the, let's say that they would go to a normal level, 5 to 6% for the situation the United States federal government is in, then basically they are bankrupt all the money that they get in is being used to pay the interest not paying off the debt and a lot of the listeners to the show are not a trump supporter and i don't say that trump is perfect but what we need to recognize is that it's good that someone is getting in says what the problem is and tries to fix it i don't say that his solutions are perfect but well it couldn't be worse than obama so having that said then what you need to realize is we should Take a slow approach and ask yourself this, if the if the politicians are chatting about a new project, how are they going to pay for it? Is it profitable itself? Could the project pay the investment back or not? I mean, it is a basic question, but it is tough, it's a fair one to ask, at least in my opinion, because otherwise, would you, what would you say to your kids and to your grandkids? Well, sorry that the country is bankrupt, but we had a jolly good time. 
It happened. The United Kingdom is leaving the European Union. The people have spoken and created an unprecedented happening. This creates great investment opportunities. They are outlined in the Profitable Brexit Report. You can find it at hofprofit.com slash profitablebrexit and during the introduction week you receive a 50% discount. So join the highway to Profitable Brexit Momentum, hofprofit.com slash Profitable Brexit. It's time for the final segment of the show. It's also the segment that I love most, and that is the Obama segment. At least we can talk Obama because you see now Oprah Winfrey was at uh, the Golden Globe, I believe it was. I'm sorry, I'm not into all that entertainment stuff. And she made the speech, and now everyone is talking. Will Oprah Winfrey be the person who kicks Trump out? Will she run for the presidency? Well, to be clear, I don't think that uh, she will, if she runs this, uh, the upcoming elections, then it's in 2020, I think she loses. And there is, there is a relative easy reason. Sitting presidents have a high chance of getting re-elected. That's all. It is basically what happened in, in all, all times in the world. So, if I was her, I would not do it. I would simply start campaigning, say what you think about policy, and say, no, I'm going to run for 2024. Then, I think she will win. And if you look at what Oprah did, I mean, she was the queen of the daytime television. So, what she did, people who were not working were watching the television and looking at her. And she made things, she did really great things. She got people on walking with her own club. She got people to read with her book club. And she all made a small fortune on it. But no one talks about OM, her television network, which is a complete disaster. And it's just a tele- cable network like many other cable networks. But the really interesting part of it is that everyone talks about Oprah Winfrey like a messiah, like the person who's going to fix the problems. But no one talks about it, in, at least in, in uh, big cities in the United States and in Europe, the same way Trump did. And in my opinion, uh, if I look at it, for the people on the right, Trump was... What Obama was for the lefties. It was just the opposite. And if we look about Obama, it was it was really good. Uh, it was really great for the world that he went out. And I'm really happy that he went out the democratic way and that this happened. And the reason I so really, uh, if you just look at the legacy of Obama, then let me be clear. He used the uh, Internal Revenue Service, so he used the Unconstitutional Illegal Tax Agency. To bully and intimidate his political opponents. Is this the policy that you want to go? I mean, tax should not be subject to your political or religious beliefs. It should be subject to what you make. And your free choice to pay for it. And I freely chose not to pay for it. But no one talks about this. No one says that it is bad to intimidate and send tax agencies about after conservative and libertarian media. Why the, the, are we not talking about this? I mean... Should they not be treated the same like uh, other media? Or are there better or worse opinions? And the portrayal to his own people with the Iran deal. The Iran deal is the worst in history. And if Trump is really going great, then he will simply terminate the deal. I mean, why are we not talking about the Obama orders against the FBI to stand down on the Hezbollah drugs and human trafficking? That means that Obama allowed drug trafficking. I mean, this is insane. He liked drug like human trafficking I mean this is terrible I mean just imagine that the president of the United States allows the trade 
of your kid. This is what Obama did. It's terrible. I mean, then I will not talk about the betrayal he did to Israel with the Iran deal. Israel's longtime ally of the United States. It's the only democracy, really the only democracy in the Middle East. So let's put an art. Let's say, like at that moment, presidential candidate Mike Huckabee said it. Obama brought the Jews to the gas chambers, and that's all we did. But then don't talk about the pressure that the NSA. The FBI and all the government bodies did to stop the Trump campaign. And what did he? Why did he do it? I mean, if I, I really believe in the system of democracy, I don't say it's perfect, but I say it's the best system we got at the moment. And there are not so many dictatorships that go well. Singapore and China are prime examples of good dictators. I would settle for such a dictator. But why should you, in a democracy, use government bodies to stop your opponent? There was something, I mean, maybe Obama forgot his history, but there was something in the past in the United States that someone else did it. It's called the Watergate. And, well, Nixon fell. Nixon stepped down. I mean, people that voted Obama voted a messenger for hope, change. They want something different. But the people that voted for Trump just wanted the same thing. And you can say they are good, you can say they are bad. But I always say about it, there is a difference. Basically, you have two United States. You have the big cities where they are drinking coffee latte with soya milk and, and uh, sustainable fair trade salad. And then you have the part in between the coastal area. And that's where they have a lunch, a beer with one meter of spare ribs. And they shoot at an empty can of beer. The difference in mentality is, is clear. And if you have a two-party system, like in the United States, then it's really good that you have eight years one party, then eight years the other party, just to get it changed. Otherwise, it would be a complete disaster. And with this, we're going to leave today's show. I will look forward to hearing back from you. I'm not sure what I will do about tomorrow, and the reason is easy. I need to give a workshop, and it's going to make me quite some money. That's really good. And let me know what you think about it. I look forward to hearing back from you, and talk to you at least on Thursday, that's certain. And, well, I'll let you know how to go. Cheers!